what really human design is and how it blends with conscious parenting is that um, it works with our psychology and our personalities, right? So that's what shapes us. Like we are shaped through our experiences, right? So our conditioning forms our behavior and the way that we respond to the world around us, okay? So in other words, we become the product of our lived experiences. So this is really important to talk about because many, many clients come to me and they tell me that, you know, parenting is so lonely or they don't understand why they want to parent a certain way and their partner doesn't understand it at all, right? So if we look at just this small piece of like human behavior and what we look at when we look at human design, this makes so much so much sense, right? Because we are the product of our lived experiences. So we're going to parent the way we were parented. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham, your host here today. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited for today's episode. We've got a special guest here with you. We've got France Tellier with this. So hey, France, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So good. We're, we're laughing about the tricky pronunciation of your name before this, before this. So hopefully I didn't butcher it too bad. <laughs> Try to throw my French accent in there. <laughs> awesome. So we're so glad that you're here with us today, guys. We're going to be talking about all things conscious parenting and especially using human design. So really excited about this episode. Um, I think it's going to be huge value for you guys. And it's something that I love human design. So I'm excited to see what friends has to share with us today. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit more about France. And she is a human design parenting coach. Um, Heal the parent and the children will thrive is her mission, which I love. I think that's so great. She fulfills that mission by coaching and guiding parents through the three core pillars of inner child healing, conscious parenting tools, and human design. So what happens when you learn and embody these pillars is you become confident and connected as a parent. Uh, to you create an environment for your child and yourself to thrive in and you tap into unconditional love and acceptance and of course deeper connection with yourself your child and your partner uh france is also a number one best-selling author of her journal sparkle time and she's also the host of intentional parenting podcast so she works with clients one-on-one and in a group through her online signature program the growing 
by Design Methods. So friends, so cool to have you here today. Let's dive right in. Why human design and what got you interested in human design as far as connected to parenting? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, and okay, so it's a funny story. So it actually happened after I became a certified conscious parenting coach. And in conscious parenting, the big theme is parent your child their way. So don't do it the way you were parented. Don't do it the way that society expects you to parent your child, but really do it based on who they are. And even after I was done and I was certified as a conscious parenting coach, I was like, I don't still don't get how to do that. Like we didn't get clear direction on that. And to me, it was like, well, to be able to do that, you have to be like, really cleaned up inside like you have to have done the inner work to be able to do that and then within a few weeks I discovered human design mm. and I was like oh this is how you do it this mm. is how you do it so if you don't know human design it's like an ancient science and there's so many different aspects to it and we don't need to get into the details of that but really for me what I find it does is it gives you a blueprint of who your child is mm. so struggles that I was having for weeks and weeks and months with my daughter and I was using all the conscious parenting tools, but they weren't working because I wasn't using the right ones because I didn't really know who she was. Right. So once you implement human design with conscious parenting, then you can match the right tools with who your child is and things just shift magically. That's so awesome. Wow. Like I've never like would have put those two together either, but it makes so much sense when you're seeing it. It's like, yes, of course. Like how can we possibly parent properly when we don't know who the child is, right? Each child is so different and human design is such an excellent uh, tool to kind of figure that out. <laughs> it's kind of like the, I'm so glad that you figured out the missing, the missing piece uh, for it. So now that you, so maybe can you just share a little bit more about human design for our listeners that maybe have, this is maybe the first time they're hearing about it. Of course, I love human design, know all about it, but I feel like maybe that we should go into just a little bit more of an overview of what exactly that is. And then, and then how people can figure out like what their design is. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to figure out what your design is. Um, you just have to go on a website. I like to use mybodygraph.com and you can just access your chart for free. However, once you do access your chart, you're like, okay, Great what does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? I'm so, a generator, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so what really human design is and how it blends with conscious parenting is that... Um, it works with our psychology and our personalities, right? So that's what shapes us. Like we are shaped through our experiences, right? So our conditioning forms our behavior and the way that we respond to the world around us, okay? So in other words, we become the product of our lived experiences. So this is really important to talk about because many, many clients come to me and they tell me that, you know, parenting is so lonely or they don't understand why they want to parent a certain way and their partner doesn't understand it at all, right? So if we look at just this small piece of like human behavior and what we look at when we look at human design, this makes so much so much sense, right? Because we are the product of our lived, lived experiences. So we're going to parent the way we were parented unless we do things differently, right? So if we accept that the premise and that the goal of life is to unlearn our conditioning and our conditional survival responses and to remember who we are free of this conditioning, then that's what human design really does. And it goes even further. 
Okay. So the basic of it really is that uh, we look at your energy type, your strategy. So how you're meant to, and your authority, how you're meant to make decisions in life. You have information in there that talks like, you know, you can get really specific. You got your profile lines, you got your centers, all that stuff. The way that I, so it's really like, we know that what works for one child doesn't work for the other, but like, how do we figure out what works for the other? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But how do we figure out what works for the other? So this is it. This is it. This is the science of differentiation. So we can understand um, our children better and we can stop throwing. I always say like spaghetti against the wall. See like, oh, this strategy worked for this kid or for my friend's kid. Maybe I'll try that too. And then we just end up being frustrated and we're caught in this vicious cycle. So yeah, when we understand this too, like when you're at the coffee shop yeah. and you're like, oh, my kid does this, my kid does that. It's like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like for me, so my daughter started school this year. She skipped, like she just didn't go to JK and then she started in SK and um it was just like the teacher was telling me things like for example that she lacks focus and I was like well um I mean in what example like give me an example in what setting and I was like because she doesn't lack focus right so when you look at your child through their human design your end like you don't put your own stuff onto them your own conditioning onto them you're able to look at them for who they are so I'm like well she doesn't lack like you can see behind me, there's a hundred pictures that she, she painted. Right. And on the other side, there's about 75, like little melted bead things. I was like, she can craft for four hours, nonstop, fully focused. So if she's not focused at school, it means what you're teaching her, she's not interested in. (laughs) Right. So it's like, when the comparison comes, when the report card comes, even we're able to be like, you know what? Nah, like okay, I can see that you're observing that, but I'm not going to stress about it because I know that that's not actually the case for my child. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And it's like, maybe just the environment too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) our kids aren't necessarily meant to sit on the desk in a chair for six hours at a time (laughs) anyway. So yeah, Yeah. that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've used like many people have come to me, especially over the last two years that they desired to like homeschool, for example. And they're like, I don't know where to start. So it's like, we look at, um, this one mom had three kids. So it's like, we looked at all of her kids chart and like, okay, well for this kid, she does better, you know, for in a warm environment. So you're doing it in the basement, but uh, like she learns better in a warm environment. So you're doing it in a basement and it's cold. So can you put a heater beside her? Can you give her tea or like something like make it so that she can thrive in her learning environment. Right. And when we look at specific centers, Uh, It determines like the head center, the Asia center, things like that, whether they're defined, which means colored in or open, which are left white. Um, It tells us whether they do like they take their creativity and inspiration from outside of them or from within them. Right. So first two of her kids, it was like she takes it from they take it from outside of them. So I was like, well, if you try to go downstairs first thing in the morning and get them to do an art project not so great but could you go play outside for 10 20 minutes and then they'll get inspiration from the world around them and then they'll be able to do that art project right Right. so it's like little tweaks it's like it makes life much more fun and less of the power struggle when you actually understand how your child is designed and you can work with that to create the environment for them to thrive in 
Mm, I love that. And that's so great. I mean, that's obviously our end goal for all there is to have the thriving child in that environment. Now, what about the parents? Because is it important also for you to kind of understand what your design is, what your husband's design is, or significant other's design is, and then trying to, and then how that works together with the child and, and in different situations, do different parents have different parenting styles and with the child based on their own design too? Yeah, there's a lot of questions that but yes. <laughs> yeah. Back it up to a lot. <laughs> Parents need to get their human design done too, right? <laughs> yeah. So and it's I mean, I it starts with us. It starts yeah. with us. Like I couldn't guide my child through hers if I didn't understand mine, right? And uh, like, so if you do know a little bit about human design, like we're both projectors, which kind of makes it a little bit easier. Uh, but not really because within our design, like we have different centers that are divine, different gates, different, you know, different profiles and all that stuff. So it definitely like with everything in parenting, it starts with us. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so even if someone comes to talk to me and they tell me, oh, my child's behavior is, you know, this, this and that, and you need to fix it. You need to change my child. Well, I always take a step back and go back to them. Right. Like, mm -hmm. What is it about that behavior that you can't handle? Why can't you handle it, right? What's going on inside of you? Well, that you trigger? <laughs> yeah, like that you can't handle that. So it starts with us and with anything. If we want to teach our children self-regulation, we need to know how to regulate our, our emotions ourselves, right? If mm -hmm. we want to teach our child about human design, we need to understand it ourselves. Right. Um, so I've done it in a way. Um, so if we go back to like, it's super beneficial to understand your partner as well, because um, you can understand how they deal with stress. You can understand, you know, where things come up, like little things that we have in relationships. And you can kind of ease those challenges by understanding who they are and why they're doing what they're doing. So what I love about this is, like I always talk about, the more you love and accept yourself, which human design allows you to do that, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can love and accept others for who they are. So whether your partner wants to be on the same page as you as parenting, they may not want to do the inner child healing. They may not want to even learn about their human, their child's human design. They, but doesn't mean that you can't, right? And the way that I've designed it. So, you know, when I was being certified as a conscious parenting coach, Dr. Shafali always talked about like, it's one parent, one child, right? Okay. So you know, if the other partner doesn't want to do it, you can partner with your child, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I've actually created an app, a program, it's part of my signature program, where I teach the children about their human design. So it's in a very short um, animated videos where they get to learn about themselves. So the purpose behind that is if, yeah, like you and your partner are on such different pages, that's okay. They can do what they do. Mm -hmm you can do what you do, right? And then you can partner with your child and you can be like, they can learn about who they are. And then they can be like, mom, remember, like, stop pressuring me. You know, I don't perform well under pressure, <laughs> right? And then you guys, <laughs> you guys can work together. So this is a big one that comes up and it's actually inside the root center. Um, and it's, it's I think with every single client, it comes up because it determines whether your child performs under pressure or not, right? It determines how much you can put on their plate in the morning before going to school before they they blow up right if you have a child that's like every time you say let's go they're like oh and they freak out well 
then we need to look at the root center and we need to shift things, right? Like we're expecting, how can we give them more control over their schedule? How can we shift a few things and, um, you know, have them do things ahead of time instead of last minute because they, they don't do well with imposed last minute things. So it's just, it's not about your child running you or anything like that. It's really about creating an environment for them to thrive in. So if it means that they have to pack their lunch the night before instead of in the morning when it's just too much for them, then so be it, right? Yeah, it's great. It's kind of like um, designing their schedule and their routines around who they are to fit them rather than trying to fit them into a box of like what the routines are. (laughs) Yeah, very much get rid of the box when we look at this and uh, (laughs) individualized work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. And so through work with human design, um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, kind of healing your inner child. Is that something that comes along as part of like learning about your human design? You're able to then heal um, some of that inner child healing that needs to happen. Yeah. There's more that like, I go deeper than just with human design with my Mm -hmm. clients, but it naturally happens when you look at human design. For example, one of the like I'll share with you a few of my examples. So I learned that I was a projector. Projector is very much like being recognized about what we can see, what we observe and like being efficient and effective and that kind of stuff versus like what we do. So at the time, you know, I was working with a coach and she was like, what is it that you do that you just don't love doing that you could delegate or like, you know, stop doing or whatever get support on. And I was like, I hate grocery shopping. I hate, (laughs) you know, I hate having to go to the grocery store. I hate having to go to the market. I like all these things. So I started getting my groceries delivered straight to my door instead of like even taking out the step of like click and collect where I go pick it up there, still waiting in the parking lot for 30 minutes, right? I'm getting my market order delivered straight to my door, hiring a cleaning lady, you know, or like talking to my partner about different ways that he can support me. Um, it doesn't all have to be like that, but, and then like the big, big one for me. So when, so when I started shifting, like the doing that I didn't like, and that didn't align with me, then it, yeah, it healed me. And it opened up the door for more of the things that I love that I can experience in my life. The big, big one for me was learning how I was meant to make decisions. Hmm. So that's known in your authority which is why I have, I designed a free app, which has five secrets to becoming an intentional parent. And one of the secrets, I think it's secret number four, it's either four or five, but it talks about the authority and I guide you and to understand what your authority is, what your child's authority is, because this piece is so important to, for us to start making decisions based on our inner knowing, instead of like looking externally for guidance or for advice or whatever, right? Because we know within us. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to look in my life and be just notice like all the times my inner knowing spoke to me and I ignored it. And I was like, (laughs) wow, this is crazy. So I started not ignoring it anymore, honoring the past and being like, it is what it is. I didn't know it then, you know, let's move on. And even as simple as like, for example, last night, you know, there was a dinner that I was invited to and it just really didn't resonate with me. So I was like, my, like, it was this inner, it was like my mm-hmm. gut speaking to me, right? My intuition speaking to me. And I was like, I really don't want to go. So there was the dinner and then there was the cake for, you know, the birthday. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for the cake because I, I don't like, 
it just doesn't feel right to be there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And what we need to understand when it comes to this is that it's not like we're selfish mm-hmm. because when we force ourselves and I get as parents, there's like things that we do that we don't love until we get that. <laughs> but when we force ourselves to do things and simply to please the other people, everybody ends up losing. Right. And last night was such a beautiful example of that because when I show up, showed up, it was, it was such a beautiful visit, right. With the people that I was with, but I can almost guarantee you because I've learned to trust my intuition that if I would have showed up earlier, bypass my own desires mm-hmm. and just do it to please others, it wouldn't have been as nice of a visit, right? So we think that we need to do all the things for everybody. And if not, like we're a bad person or we're selfish or this or that, but like understanding this piece to make decisions based on your inner knowing is so important because you end up creating win-win situations for everybody Mm -hmm. and that's super important for our kids to know and for our kids to start practicing I bet it's gonna be one of the hardest things especially for moms to to really tune into and really do because we tend to do things for other people a lot (laughs) during those first few years of being a parent And you can, I mean, you have to, you have to, but you can still put yourself like, okay, yeah, I need to do this and feed my child, um, you know, all the things to take care of my child, but you can still make time for yourself, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and you can find a way to create a win-win. And it's challenging because my daughter has, her authority is an ego projected authority. So it means that just like very, what the world calls selfish. Like, I want this because I want this. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is our kids know. Our kids know all this. Like everything human design, our kids know. It's us that slowly takes them out of it, right? So the young, like however old your child is, start now, start now. Because like Daphne is six and for about two years now, she's been singing this song, like, give me what I want. Give me what I want. I know what I want. Just give it to me. (laughs) And we're like, oh boy. But like, she's in tune, like, and it was like, it's as a joke, but like, she's in tune, like her, the way that everybody wins in life is when she listens to her desires, to her wants, right? But we're told that's super selfish, right? So it's like, how can at least at home create an environment that allows her to be in line with who she is? Hmm. Powerful. That's really great. What would you, before we let you go, this has been so fun, fascinating. What do you want parents at home that maybe like are new to like human design or just hearing about it for the first time today, or maybe you've heard about it, but haven't really dived into it. What do you want them to know to kind of take some first steps? I would say many people when they look at human design. So if you're intrigued by this and you're going to start to look up your chart And then you're going to start to like Google, Pinterest, Instagram, whatever, like what it means to be a projector and whatnot. And that's super valuable, but human design really is an experiment. It's an experience. So nobody's going to get it perfect on day one. And they say that it's actually a seven year experiment. Okay. So really give yourself time and like use it as a guide right? So understand one piece at a time, or maybe, you know, it might be worth getting guidance from someone who understands this work and being like, okay, well, I'm having trouble with, you know, my child doing their homework with leaving to go to an appointment or to get to school in the morning. It's always such a struggle. You know, I'm having trouble with XYZ, like maybe going to 
someone specifically who understands this so that they can guide you. Okay, well, you need to look at this piece and this piece and this piece first, right? But the way that I've like laid it out is inside, this is my signature program and this is what I do is inside the Growing by Design method, there's three different tiers and different levels of support that parents can get. But even if you get tier one, you're going to get so much value out of it. And this is the one where specifically the parent and child app where they get, you get to understand either by yourself or you can include your child in it. And to just start doing it a little bit at a time, like what can you shift one thing, maybe focus on one thing a week, one thing a month, whatever you can handle. And the more that you can make the little tweaks for yourself and for your child, the more that you guys will have more ease and flow and love and connection acceptance into your house like it doesn't make everything perfect but when something does happen you understand why and you're able Mm -hmm. to shift it much quicker than just guessing and trying something just to try it without actually any real direction that's so great uh such good advice and uh from someone who has like learned a bit of human design i highly recommend like reaching out to you to get the support to implement it. I find that that's an, or understand it. Like, I feel like the words sometimes you're there, the pictures are there, whatever you look up on Pinterest and, you know, on Google and stuff, it's there, but the implementation and the, how to apply it actually to your life. I find that that's the bit of a challenge. So having an expert and someone help you through that part would be really valuable. Yeah. Which is why like so many people will do a human design reading. And I used to do them, but I stepped away from them because you're sitting down with me, for example, or with whoever's doing the reading and for like an hour, an hour and a half, and they throw at you so much information. (laughs) And the whole point of human design is to be able to implement it. So I stopped doing readings and then I started doing books and I would do like a book so that they could go back and reference it easily and to create, to implement it in their life. And then I stopped doing that. And I kind of put that information into the app, into the mm-hmm. Growing Brands Design Method program so that you can go back and like, oh yeah, what did she say about this? And you don't have to go through an hour and a half of notes or whatever. You just, you know, bite-sized chunks so that you're able to implement that into your life and actually embody it. Because that's the beauty of it. Just learning it, you know, is one thing but put it, implementing it in your life, yeah. that's where you tap into the magic. Yeah. So, so the way that I, yeah. So the way that I've designed it is it makes it really easy for like quick reference um, so that you can start to implement it in your life. Awesome. I know you have a free gift for our listeners today too. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So it is, I mentioned it earlier, but it is an, a free app. So you can download it, whether you have an Android phone or an Apple phone and um it is five secrets to intentional parenting, really. So I dive into a little bit of the three core pillars. So I guide you through a little bit of inner child healing. I guide you through some conscious parenting tools and I guide you through a little bit of human design. And I chose to do the authority, which is how our children are meant to to make decisions or, or how we are meant to make decisions in this world and the profiles. So the profiles is just a really fun one. But both of these, I just think right now, like they're always so important, but right now they're even more important because the profile gives you a lot of indication on how your child is designed to learn. So many people are That's leaning so into, so helpful. <laughs> it's so helpful today, like, cause so many people are learning, going into homeschooling or even like if they're in school and you just struggle with homework, this is a piece to help you do that. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much. That's wonderful. And Blissful Parents, uh, please uh, check the show notes for where to find that app. And uh, we look forward to uh, connecting again. This has been fantastic. And Blissful Parents, if you get a chance to uh, learn about human design, come and leave us a message. Let us know so we can pass on the message to friends and let her know how amazing this was. So thank you so much for being with us today, guys. This has been awesome. And I hope all of you take this to heart and really think about how you can um, have a really help your kids uh, learn their design and help them thrive in their environment. And I am one of the one of the things the nuggets I took out of today was really like, don't put the schedule, don't put the kid in the schedule and the routine, but then make the routine around the kids and the design and really help them thrive. So thank you so much, friends, for being with us today. And I look forward to having you back again. Blissful parents go out there and have a fabulous week. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, everyone. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.